Probably the most interesting thing that I've heard, and again, this is just senior bowl rumor mill, is that the Eagles were very interested in Belichick if things didn't work out with Nick Sirianni, and they could be at the front of the line if things again go poorly for him next year. Well, well, well. Welcome back. Midday show. It is Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillo, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. Greg Bedard, that was his voice, uh, up in Boston yesterday on 98.5, the sports hub, talking about Belichick, Eagles. So the, the rumor mill down at the Senior Bowl is that the Eagles were very interested in Bill Belichick if it went bad with Sirianni. And now listen to this. How interested? What, what was the order of operations here? It was almost just like Doug a few years ago. Here's Bedard on how the Eagles landed back with Sirianni instead of Belichick. You know, similar to Doug Peterson, like Doug Peterson was coming back until he had that postseason meeting with Howie and Jeffrey Lurie, and they wanted Doug Peterson to do certain things, fire certain people, and he wouldn't do it, so he got fired. I see. Apparently, Nick Sirianni was amenable to all that stuff, so um, <laughs> they decided for one more year that they're going to keep him. So he's back, and uh, obviously Belichick doesn't have a job. Here, When I saw this last night, and I heard the, this audio here, my first reaction is the Eagles made a mistake. That the Eagles, if they had interest in Bill Belichick, should have gotten rid of Sirianni and fired Bill, and fired, excuse me, hired Belichick and gotten rid of Sirianni. I believe the Eagles will regret this as the year goes on. Hugh, what's your reaction as you hear that, that the Eagles poked around on Belichick and ultimately Sirianni kept the job? I'm a little confused. So, so help me walk through this a little okay. bit. So, so you tell, like, and I'm going I'm to break it down and keep it simple. So you basically told Coach Sirianni, if you don't hire these people that we want, we're going to fire you and we're going to hire Bill Belichick. Yep. To me that, well, I don't know if they told him about Belichick, but they probably well, implied you're out if you well, don't listen. Okay, when you look at – this is how I look at You look at the admiration that Mr. Lurie has for Bill Belichick and what he's been able to do in the past in his track record and the way that this team fell apart. I would think that if, if that was viable, that's a no-brainer, especially when you talk about the way that this season collapsed. And, and again, nobody's answered the question of how the season collapsed. We just assumed that it was we, – we, first we thought it was the defense, which – It was. You know, it was. <laughs> yeah. And then the second part was the offense, which it was. But there were still some underlying issues with this team that we still haven't addressed. So, to me, that's why it makes no sense because if I have a coach of Bill Belichick's caliber out there and the team fell apart the way that it did, I would think that that would be a no-brainer. And, and so, basically, you told Nick Sirianni – and and you told him this, and the story leaked out that if you don't hire all the, if you don't fire all these people, you're going to get fired. Just like the Doug Peterson thing. Yeah, and he and, and he basically said, okay, like if there was ever like this to me, that validates everything that was said about Coach Sirianni in, in the past two seasons, uh, last year when they were going to the Super Bowl, when when, when players were talking about anybody could coach the Eagles, mm-hmm. and how we were up in arms about nobody is uh, voting for Coach Sirianni for Coach of the Year. That kind of validates everything that everybody had been saying about him behind closed doors that, you know, he basically was a puppet. So that – that's just – that's a bad – like, I understand why Coach Sirianni did it because of the the the, the monetary gain. Sure, he doesn't want to lose his that's job. that's a yeah. bad look. That's I, a bad look for head Coach. Yeah, man. well, he wasn't as strong on it as Doug was. Doug eventually put his foot down and said, no, I, okay, fire me if you don't and want And Doug sat for a while, though. Let, let's be real. Doug, Doug sat, sat for a year. 
So I guess Coach Sirai looked at that and said, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not willing to, to go down that route." Also, Doug had a Super Bowl ring that probably yeah, helped that, him that, get that, back in. Yeah. Sirianni did. All right, let's add to it. One more from Greg Bedard here. Not only were the Eagles thinking about it, they may have been poking around before the season even ended. Here's Bedard on the Eagles and what he's heard. Remember, I told you guys that before the end of the season, that that teams had already reached out to Bill, back channeled on Bill. I thought the Falcons were definitely one of them. I'm now pretty convinced that the Eagles were the other one. When things were going south, they thought this might end poorly with Sirianni, and I wouldn't be surprised, given the relationship that Howie and Bill have, that the Eagles were one of those teams to back-channel through Bill. So as I hear all this, and Greg Bedard has been a longtime reporter up in Boston, written about the Patriots for years. That's just some guy on the radio. That's not Mm -hmm. a caller. I mean, that's Greg Bedard. He's a a pretty respected writer up there. He's heard it. It means people are talking about it across the NFL, which two things jump out. Why are the Eagles letting this leak out? It doesn't help Sirianni look good at all. But two, I just, I can't get out of my head that they held on to Sirianni when they they thought about Belichick. I I believe they're going to regret this. That's why it makes no sense to me because if you have a chance, if you admire him and in, in, in hold him in that high esteem like that, then that's the move you make. That, to me, that's the move you make because now you give him another quarterback, give him an opportunity to get this defense corrected because he does no defense, and you just decide to go with the status quo just by changing coordinators. That, that to me, makes no sense. Well, it, it, here's, what, here's what it does. It gives Sirianni one more chance to figure this out, but I, I think we're going to look back at, the, at some point this year and say, oh, my goodness. Bill Belichick was there. They had some sort of interest. They inquired about Bill Belichick, and they didn't hire him. And they kept – it's like, just say it out loud. The Eagles chose Nick Sirianni over Bill Belichick. Say that out loud to yourself, because every time I say it out loud to myself, I, my head is spinning here. 215-592-9494. We'll throw this in the mix as well. Do you believe the Eagles made a mistake? So, Hugh, do you think it's a mistake that they kept Sirianni over Belichick? I don't think so. I, and and this is why I say that, Joe. As as good of a coach as Bill Belichick is, I think back to when Coach Reed was fired. Coach Reed wasn't out of a job for more than like a week. Uh, it was like days. It felt like yeah, very and quickly. And and for for Coach Belichick to be to go on two interviews, and then the, then the Falcons decide to pick somebody else, and the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of teams that were interested outside of the Eagles, there's something there. He probably doesn't want to give up power. He's probably prickly there, in interviews. There's, yeah, there's something there. And the fact that the narrative for him a lot, like, it surprised me. You Like, his players, when they talk about him, it's kind of polarizing. You got some players on this side of the fence, mm-hmm. like Julian Edelman and those guys. And then you got Asante Samuel and those guys that say that he wasn't a good coach. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things, like, on the outside looking in, I think he's a very, very good coach. He's definitely a Hall of Fame coach. But there was a disconnect somewhere with some of his players. Yeah, I mean, that happens, too, when he's in charge of their money because he was the GM, too, for a lot of years, right? Yeah. So who didn't get a contract, who didn't get the money they wanted, I and mean, who knows? I, all I know is his track record is, is right now to today, the best I've ever seen. Again, maybe a guy like Andy one day passed him. But right now today, Belichick's got an unbelievable track record. Sirianni has three years. I, I'm floored. We are here, and this stuff continues to leak out, which does not make Sirianni look good. I mean, it makes him look like they're just making him walk the plank for one more year before they move on. 215-592-9494. Did the Eagles make a mistake choosing Sirianni over Belichick? And, of course, your reaction here with Joel Embiid. Kyle, what are you thinking on Sirianni, Belichick, and the stuff just keeps leaking out here? Oh, I love the way that you spin it into they're choosing Sirianni over Bill Belichick. They did. They're choosing Sirianni, Vic Fangio, and Kellen Moore mm. over Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia, and Josh McDaniels, which is a trade 
I do any day of the week. Can Bill Belichick win a freaking football game without Tom Brady before we start like acting like he's the greatest thing to ever walk a football field? So Andy Reid is the best coach in NFL history. So this whole idea that Belichick's the GOAT, this and that, if he's bringing prime Tom Brady with him, then we can talk. But all he's bringing is Josh McDaniel and the pencil back. I can't do that. Nobody wants that. You want Steve Belichick licking his freaking weird weird lips on the sidelines and, and making weird faces to the camera? Or do you want football guy Vic Fangio uh, to, to be chirping in his pressers after the game's about, oh, yo, I called the defense the, the right way. You don't got to worry about that. Like, Give me, give me some of that. I, I don't need this, this Bill Belichick tired nonsense. It's, it's over with. His run is done. I don't. Well, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I mean, it might be. I mean, I don't think it should be. I'll put it that way. I mean, he's obviously not coaching right now, so you may be right. His run is done. We'll see what happens in the future. I just, I, it, it goes into my head. I, I look at it. I write it down. The Eagles chose Sirianni over Bill Belichick, and it seems preposterous. We're, like, who's Nick Sirianni in the grand scheme of the NFL? Who, uh, he's, he's, there's been a million Nick Sirianni's. He's just, a, he's a coach that's had a, a decent start to his career versus Bill Belichick. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. Again, that guy is the head coach, and they maybe could have had Belichick. I, I need to correct you. There's only one Nick Sirianni. Uh, you're right about Nobody that. Else does there's that. not a million. No, you're right about that. The, the head coach that was asked what you still do around here one week ago, they chose that guy over Bill Belichick. I actually have a big picture theory on this. I'll get to in a little bit why Belichick could still end up here down the line. Rick is in West Philly. What's up, Rick? Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Hey, Rick. What are you thinking? Uh, just with you, man. First of all, um, I believe Howard Eskin. Howard Eskin said there was never no chance, no nothing. It was never about Bill Belichick. So I believe Howard. And the reason why I do that is because I think Bill will want power. And, the, and Lori and Banner's not about to give that up. So, so you, so you'd be, rather Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni in charge of football than Bill Belichick? Uh, like I said again, they don't want Bill Belichick. No, I'm asking you. Do you think they made a mistake? No, I don't want Bill Belichick either. Go and check this out. Nobody else wants Bill Belichick. Is he hired? He's not hired. No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. Rick, hold on, Rick. When Tom Brady <laughs> hit free agency, two teams pursued him. Like teams make mistakes. This happens in sports. Uh huh. Well, I don't want Bill Belichick. I think he's beyond his time, and so and he did not. And like I said, they're not going to give up their power like they did last time. So he's not coming. But, here. That, yeah, does, feels, but that doesn't make it smart. Like, where? But it feels like it feels like a uh, a power thing. I like, agree. Totally I, I agree with you, Rick, and, and, and you. And, and I, I'll say, you got it, Rick. You 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 have called it. You got it. My fault. Go for it. That's that's what I'm saying, man. The bottom line is, if, and nobody else is picking him up. Why? Because he, I, I agree with you guys. He wants more power, and teams aren't willing to give it up. And that, that, but that doesn't make it smart, Rick. I mean, it's one thing to we all agree on the reason for it, but does that make sense? I, I it doesn't make sense to me. Sense. I think it makes eagle sense. I'd rather have Banner and Lloyd doing the picking. Well, ba- yeah, ba- ba- hopefully, I, I don't know about I'm Joe listening. coming back, but I already saw what Bill Belichick does with the draft picks and picking people. He's a, he, he's not that good. Uh, yes, he's had a lot of... I mean, that's why they've gone down in recent years. And Rick, we appreciate the phone call. But I do think there's a world where Howie and and and, and uh, Belichick coexist. I, I do believe that. I mean, there's, there's this idea that they couldn't do it. I, I don't know. I think when smart people are put together, they could figure it out and make something work. 215-592-9494. Did the Eagles make a mistake choosing Sirianni over Belichick? 
And it's look, guys, it's not like they put together a cohesive staff. They forced this staff on Sirianni. This is the Avengers staff. That's what what are you talking about, Joe? Who's Sirianni in this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I actually like your analogy. So we got This is the Avengers. We right, went who, and got Coach Hurts, no neck hurts. And he's who? Who's we went he? and got Vic Fangio. We, we, we went and got we went and got the goober. We gotta assign these characters to everybody. <laughs> yeah, we gotta give them names. I don't know what their powers well, I guess their powers would be like suited to the the skills that they have. So is Coach Hurt the the Hulk? I would get he could be that. He looks like yeah. he kinda looks like him. Or you call him the neck. The neck. No, I got a character uh, for him. He's got? called uh it's a Marvel character. I think his name is Strong Guy. He kinda looks like Strong Guy. I don't even look know who Strong Guy is, but you I You gotta look it up, Marvel. Clint Hurt looks like Strong Guy. Str- look it up. I'm looking it up if right I'm now. I'm saying it right. Guy. Strong guy, Marvel. He looks like strong. He's got the guy. little like tiny goggle. Yes. Deals. Look, yeah. look, Kyle oh, did it he already. is strong guy. He's strong guy. If they have a if they have like a Halloween party next year as a team, he's got to yeah, go, go with strong guy. guy. Yeah. It's all about the neck uh, to, to wolf ass no ratio. Yeah. I'm telling you. Again, who's the who's the Avenger? Sirianni is. Do we know about that? Can we assign uh, him an Avenger? You got to give me a minute to okay. think about it. I got to think about it. No, you think about that. We'll, we'll talk to uh, Jason. And by the way, any news we get on Joel and B will pass along. There is one uh, thing out there from Sam Amick of The Athletic about why Joel may have pushed to play last night. We'll get to that here in a minute. Jason in the Northeast. What's up, Jason? How are you guys doing? Good, what's Jason. On, what's man? up? Um, I'll touch you on the Belichick Eagle stuff as well. I was calling about Joel and B, though. But um, with Bill, with the Belichick situation, I just feel. Why aren't teams interviewing him? Why is he not even getting interviews? And there's a lot of vacancies, and to, for him to not even get interviews, that's like kind of a red flag for me. I know it's because of the power situation. He wants control. But um, I'm okay where we're at with the, with the coordinators we got. But um, yeah, I called about to talk about Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, Joel's a generational player, man. It's been over 20 years since we had an MVP back when it was Allen Iverson. He's 29 years old. We know he's not durable. As he gets older, he's going to get less durable. So if you don't make a run now, he signed for, I think, two more years. He'll be 33 down of contract. you got to do it now. If it fails, it fails, so be it. But you're not going to get a player of his talent for God knows how long. I don't want to be an old man next time we get a player who is, is an MVP player. And when you're 7'2", 270, that hits different when you're hitting the ground and you got guys falling on of you. Of course. Got guys uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, Yao Ming had injury issues. I mean, right, it's, it's part of his reality. Well, he... he Al Ming was no MVP, though. Joel Embiid is one of the most skilled big men we've ever seen. Yeah, in the he's game a great player. He's a great he's – well, He's like a point guard with the ball. I mean, he's a phenomenal player. He's the most valuable player, the reigning MVP. And yeah, so, I, I, Jason, I, I agree with that. But is it worth mortgaging he, the future? He played, I just, he played last night. Why, why do you think he played? He was, there's incentives to be play, playing, like getting paid as well. I think he pushed himself last night. Because there is five, only five more games he can miss, and he's not eligible to be the no, MVP. No, he definitely pushes himself. Or eligible for all NBA. Well, if he pushed himself for if, if, if he pushed himself for accolades or awards, then then I th- no, no, I don't think that's what. It, no, I don't think it was for accolades or awards. But uh, there's an incentive to make an All NBA, which he would some money, would some money. Guys. So you're saying money? Yeah, there's money about correct, and money rules everything. I mean, money's a, that's a big deal. I don't want to talk about no like they talked about last night after the game as well and on post game. I just think. This rule is making guys like Tyrese Halliburton. I talked about make, will make guys come back soon, and they should be coming back. I, I think that I does know. happen, especially with younger players. And Jason, man, we appreciate the phone call, but let, I hope that's not part of it. I hope Joel Embiid is not looking for an All NBA bonus to p- play enough games. I mean, I just there's always mixed messaging with Joel. I, is I he in for championships? See, is he in for glory? Is he in for awards? I 
I don't know what it is, you know, because he was clearly hobbled while he was out there. Yes. Uh, there's a report, like you said, that he played because he was he felt shamed in the playing. There might be something to that. There might be something to that, or trying to just push through because he felt kind of bad about missing it and knowing that people come to see him play. Like a lot of times, people buy tickets to games. Like we see it all the time. You know, the Lakers come to town. Those tickets sell out quick because they want to see LeBron James. Yep. Same thing with Joel Embiid. They want to see the best players play. He's one of those guys. And he probably felt like last night, you know, he needed to be out there, regardless of how his knee was feeling. And unfortunately, he got his knee rolled up again. So Sam Amick of The Athletic, he wrote this uh, last evening, quote, you could see it long before he was hurt against the Warriors. Embiid, who missed Philadelphia's game at Portland on Monday night, looked like a player who pushed himself to play against Golden State because the whole basketball world was screaming in his ear. There are people within the Sixers who are convinced that he played only because of all the scrutiny. How old is this guy? <laughs> like because Kendrick you know, per- no, because Kendrick Perkins says on ESPN you're soft or you duck duck Jokic you go play. Like that's not a champion. The, that's the, not that's a baby. I, I see you're clearly clearly frustrated. Behind well, of those. course I'm frustrated. There's something to be said about. Uh, having a pattern of people feeling that you're soft. Because this was something that he was dealing with last year as well. And there was some conversation, and and, and Perk goes at him. Perk goes at everybody. Shaq went at him a few years yeah. ago. This happens a Perk, lot. Perk yeah. goes at him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and things of like So that, there's a possibility that that was the case. And then I think that also, Joe, there is a reality where he wants to try to win a championship. Now, he got the MVP. And he wants to try to win a championship. And he probably wanted to go out there feeling like, you know, he could probably play through the pain or whatever, and maybe it'll it, it, come around. Like we talked about earlier. When you go run, a lot of times you're sore initially. And once you get past that soreness, you're fine. And maybe that's what he thought it was. But he was clunky, clunky almost the whole night. He really was. He, re- he was really clunky. Yeah. So, yeah that, was, that was the unfortunate thing about it. I, I, if, if that's true, and again, it's, it's a report. It, it's some, some within the Sixers believe he pushed himself because of the, the criticism he was getting. I, I just find that embarrassing. Like, that's, not, that's not what a champion does. Ignore the noise and go do what you got to do to get yourself ready to win a championship. Not because, oh, ESPN's ripping me. I'm going to go play tonight. Like, that's that's immature like, and that's part of the reason why I'm not going all in on this guy like the Sixers like the Sixers will be here when Joel is not like we have to start realizing that I, I know we don't want to because it's like well he's the best player and he scores 70 points I'm not mortgaging the future of this team for a guy that can't stay on the court and maybe is pushing himself to play through injury because of the reaction peer pressure that's not a guy I go in all in on. I'm dead. That, that, that's Peer pressure is a, uh, a hell of a motivator, though. I, I'll tell you. I'm sure it is. But is it smart? Sometimes not. And and last night was an example. It's it's like this. And, and this is a, this is an analogy that's going to hit home. It's just like Coach Campbell going for it or not on that fourth down play. It's the same thing. It's either a hit or miss situation. And I think that's kind of how Joel felt. I don't think Joel went out there thinking that, you know, uh, Jonathan Kaminga, Kamunga, Kamunga, Kaminga, 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 Nominee, Well, that's not an easy one. I'm giving you that. Kaminga. No, I had it the first time I had it. Had I had it, Kaminga, but Jonathan then I messed Kaminga. it up. He's an idiot. <laughs> he went out there. I didn't think he he thought that Jonathan Kaminga was going to get out there and follow oh, his I, name. Of course not. And it just happened that way. And the unfortunate thing was, as soon as it happened, Joe, 
I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I already know what the storyline about to be. This mofo hurt again. Yeah, the, the other thing is, why was all that reaction coming out on Saturday? Because he wasn't on the injury report. If you know, we, we all saw he got hurt last, was it Thursday in Indiana? So the next game was Saturday in Denver. If they had put him on the injury report and we knew he was injured, I don't think people were saying he's ducking and beat as strongly because he was on the injury report. Like it's almost like like whose fault is this? Well, you guys created this. You created the, the idea that he ducked Jokic, so that's what everyone's reacting to that whole thing. And then you reacted to the reaction. It's just a whole circle of nonsense. Miles is in Fishtown. What's up, Miles? Hey, oh, what's up, guys? Hey, what's Miles. Going on? Um, I have thoughts about Bill Belichick, and then I want to talk about Joel Embiid. Okay, let's hear uh, it. Bill Belichick, uh, he needs how many wins to be the most winningest coach ever? Like 14? 15. I think it's 15. Maybe it's 14 to tie 15 and break the record. I got to be honest with you. Nothing would make me more sad than having to celebrate Bill Belichick because one of his Super Bowls was against the Eagles. The, the Philadelphia fan base calls him Bill Belichick like everybody else. Having to celebrate that guy would be the worst. And, yes, it is worth keeping Nick Sirianni for one more year, even in his reduced role or whatever. I don't know. I, I think – what you get with good coordinators and a guy like Nick Sirianni is a billion times better than what you get with Bill Belichick. And I just hate him. And I know so, I'm so, no, Miles, alone. Miles, I'm glad you said it ain't at the end. Wrong with saying, because, no, ain't no nothing wrong with speaking your truth, Because man. that is I it. I, I, Miles, I, most people do, and I get that. But, like, come on. We really <laughs> think that Kellen Moore, Vic Fangio, and Sirianni are better than what Belichick? The Avengers, yes. How? Yeah, yes. I, Belichick wins Super Bowls. Because Belichick ben. hasn't won nothing in years. As soon as Tom Brady left, he got but exposed. But Sirianni hasn't won anything ever. Sirianni brought a team to the Super Bowl as a head coach. Uh, no, Miles, Miles, I'll give him it, but we can all be real a year removed. The path was Daniel Jones and a third-string quarterback, or actually a fourth-string quarterback. No doubt, and if they had won those in close games, I would give a little more credit. But they blew those teams out. Of the I know, water. I know. I, I just seven thirty-eight to seven, like they blew them out of the water. I, I get it. I, I just think of Sirianni as such an average coach, and like we're talking about, like Bill Belichick or now, it blows me away. Anyway, Miles, what's your MB take? Uh, I, okay, fine, fine. I hate him. That's it. <laughs> I knew. Um, I know you do. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, my Joel MB take is: I really wish that we had traded him at the height of his value because we knew this was going to happen. We know we're banking on a, on a generational talent with bad legs. You can't bank on a seven foot, seven foot two, however tall he is, with bad legs. And so, uh, what was that? Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert got five first-round picks. You could have traded for the five best players plus multiple first-round picks on any team you wanted for Joel Embiid. And now here we are. His value is only going to decrease. Like you said earlier, they don't have a realistic shot at winning the championship. And we just – I hope that that big value window hasn't closed because that's the value we were going to get out of him. You know? Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think he's a winner. Yeah. I just – I don't. Great play. Like great score. I think yeah. he's fun, but – Yeah, great – and there's been a lot of those guys in NBA history, Miles, and we appreciate the phone call. Great scorer, electric player. A chip in the chair, Joe. A chip in the chair. And I think he gives you that. He's the best player in the NBA right now. He was the MVP. And I understand how everybody feels about him. And I, I'll even go this far. You guys have dealt with this a lot longer than I have. Yeah. So I'm being a little bit more optimistic when it comes to I Joel Embiid. And I don't think he's the best player in the league. But this this might be the year. The, the year that the Toronto Raptors won it. Did anybody think that it was their year? No, but Kawhi's better than Joel. 
Yeah, but Kawhi has a history of being banged up. He does. Too. He did. He did. And he, but he, but he was healthy that year. Yeah. We're not healthy right so, now. So 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 here's me being optimistic once again. What if this is a blessing in disguise? What if Joel getting hurt right now takes him out of the running because it's definitely going to take him out of sure. running for the MVP. Sure. And just get him healthy. We go out there and we make a trade for one of these guys. Say Zach Levine. Get a score. We you're take gonna on that contract. Get, you're going to see me get ill on the air. Yeah, because that's a lot. Oh. Of money. It's a lot of money. I understand. It's a, Tobias the, the money. Harris is a guard. <laughs> that's <laughs> what he is. The, the, He's the a money. guard. Tobias. Yeah, it, but and they make a run. I think it's it's all worth it. I, he he de, he deserves to make a run. Uh you're going to make me lose my mind. That all right, two one five. I know. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We get back your phone calls on all things MB. Does it make you not want to go in the trade deadline, or will you still go for it? At the deadline and beat hurt again. Any news we get, we'll pass it along here. And of course, the Belichick stuff. Did the Eagles make a mistake not going with Belichick over Sirianni? I'm going to give you my Bill Belichick theory, a theory on why I believe Lurie and Belichick could eventually team up here in Philadelphia. This this one hit me last night as I heard all these rumors. 215 592 9490 for Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. So many good ones out there. There's even props on will Travis Kelsey propose after the Super Bowl. I like taking the coin toss bet to start off. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a win or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets on which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. You'll get $200 of bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to sign up. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is... 